views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are doing a special edition, the Great Imitator Masquerade Ball, Tick-Borne Disease Alliance. This was their annual benefit that was held on Thursday, May 1st. Uh, Katina Macris joining me here today, and I, we got to do a lot of recording, live recording. And I, I, I can't thank Chris and the team at WBLQ for just staying with us for four hours. You know, it was only supposed to be two hours of conversations, but it did turn out to be, I think, three live hours and then Jessica pulling in an additional fourth because people so wanted to be heard. Um, Katina, thank you so much. Uh, Give out your website real quick so people know how to find out more about you, about your book, and about the show. Yes, definitely. It's easy. It's limelightradio.com. It's L-Y-M-E, lightradio.com. And I have to say, Dr. Pat, that was the most miraculous night for us. I mean, yeah. all of us involved in Lyme disease, it felt like an enchanted evening, a thousand people there, their hearts and souls committed to Lyme disease. And I felt like Cinderella at the ball because for people that know my story and they can relate if they've suffered with this illness, I was bedridden. There was three years of my life that I could not do anything barely make a sandwich, wash my hair without help, and was misdiagnosed for five years and another five years of treatments until I got well. So to have been so crippled and maimed and then to have recovered and come to New York City and join you and the wonderful team at Transformation Talk Radio and broadcast live and be in a ball gown and high heels, I mean, I really felt like I was Cinderella at the ball. There is hope you can recover from this illness. I'm still I'm still uh, recovering from all the glitter falling off my jacket. So yeah, it was like it was kind of amazing. Now let's talk about each of us. Uh, who who were you most struck by? Who would you like to talk about first from your point of view? Oh my gosh, we had so many fantastic interviews. Thank you actually to all our guests whom we interviewed. Oh, there was a couple that really struck me. Um, Jen Daly with her research. I mean, this is a young woman who suffered with Lyme herself, and now she is such a bright, brilliant mind doing research work, and she's come out with this new, um, you know, insight into diagnostics using something that they're calling the nanotube, I think is the word they were using. They're using a new, you know, scientific level of nanotechnology to try to diagnose the condition earlier by using antigens versus antibodies. Antibodies take several Mm -hmm. weeks to manifest in our bloodstream, and antigens they can pick up within a matter of hours. So Jen, with that, you know, fresh young mind coming into the world of science, I mean, that was, you know, quite breathtaking for me to hear her talk about that. Yeah, and you know, what's also interesting, for those of you that don't know who Jennifer Daly is, you're probably going to want to get out there and Google her. But she started paying attention, Katina, because her mom 
you know, had been diagnosed with late-stage infection. But this was her in her senior year of high school, so I just want to put it in perspective, right? And yes. she was studying abroad, I think, in Switzerland, and dad, her dad called saying that mom's face was temporarily paralyzed and they finally had a Lyme test come back positive. That's also the problem. The Lyme tests do not come back positive. And the tests that are used in the, you know, the, by the CDC... Uh, those tests are pretty much still about 31 years old, aren't they? Yeah, they're very old-fashioned and out of date. Right. And so this is what she did. I mean, you know, she was very passionate about going out there and looking at this. And, you know, you're right. Um, she was working with Charlie Johnson, Professor Charlie Johnson, and the Nanotechnology Laboratory. And so ha- sensors using sensors. I mean, isn't that like something that is like in like a Star Trek movie or something? Isn't that fascinating? It is. It's really fascinating. I mean, I was like all eyes and ears as she was explaining it to us. And, um, you know, really, this is what we need is a different angle on the illness instead of just looking in the bloodstream. Because you and I know we're a little more educated than the average folks. But that spirochete organism, the bacteria that is responsible for Lyme disease, Borrelia burgdorferi, is a corkscrew, yeah. and it, it, it kind of augurs its way from the bloodstream into the connective tissue and the joints and the muscles. And after, you know, a couple of months, it's not rapidly found in the bloodstream anymore, so the blood tests are inaccurate. Well, and part of this is hats off to her mother. Let's give, let's give the credit where the credit is due. Because they were out to dinner, from what I understand, and all of a sudden, you know, her mother, she was talking to her mother about finding these sensors. Her mother turned around and said, so why don't you make a Lyme disease sensor? Bam. Yeah. There we go. There we go, yes. There we go. Great, great interview. Great interview. The other one, there's a lot of great interviews. I know. Um, The one that I really related to uh, and I got to talk to and I didn't think I was going to get to talk to was Kelly Downing. Um, you know, Kelly was, I watched Kelly on the Katie Couric show, the Katie show. Um, and you know, I watched this mom and you know, she starts out, this is the most gentle woman. I swear she waited forever to be interviewed by us. And then finally we, she had to go into the dinner and I tracked her down. And after the event, and I said, I just, I apologized to her. And I said, I just have to talk to you. Can you do an interview? And this woman became partially paralyzed in January of 2012, totally, totally paralyzed in December of 2012 due to chronic Lyme and tick-borne diseases. Now, I you know, Katina, you and I have been through a lot. We have been through a lot. But can you imagine something like that? Yeah. Can you a, even imagine something like that? What, what, do, what do you think about, uh, about her? Well, she's a wonderful soul, and uh, I chatted with her husband and her two darling little boys, too, who were there at the event, right. and what a brave spirit. I have met other folks like this on the road. Actually, often I don't meet the people because they're home paralyzed, and a parent or a caregiver is at one of my events, and it's true, this this organism can hit your central nervous system and bring on paralysis, yep. and, and Kelly, I mean, she is just so filled yep. with joy and light and what a positive yeah. spirit, and how she she soldiered through that with the young children and the her husband and oh. Oh, the, her fear, and you know she just she's remarkable. She was such a, a, a mm-hmm. her smile, her bright eyes. I mean, what a story of triumph. Yeah, and she and I talked about the power of God. 
You know, uh, when God gives you lemons or lime, God gives you courage because the heroes he puts in your life, and that's what you talked about. Now, we've got something special. We have the clip. We're going to play this. Uh, Debbie Gibson was uh, fabulous. She was fabulous at the event, but she was there for a very specific reason. Katina, are you ready for us to play the clip? Mr. Benny, yeah. you've got it ready for us. It's awesome. Let's uh, do it. Debbie Gibson, first of all, phenomenal performance tonight Thank at the TBDA you. Gala. Brought me back. I grew up on your music, so it's so great to hear you perform. Yes, a lot of children of the 80s in the house tonight, and my career started here in New York where I'm from. Isn't so it incredible? It's a cool thing to be here. To be back here supporting a cause that is so dear to your heart right now. You just came out bravely and talked about how Lyme disease has affected your life. Being here to yes. support TBDA and the work they're doing. Talk to me about what that means to you. It's amazing. It's like the universe, for some odd reason, chose me to deal with this, as it has many. And as I do um, with many things in my life, I chose to flip it, and hopefully I can be a voice for Lyme now, because it seems to be something that's just not spoken about. And the minute I started talking about it, I heard about 18,000 people that I never knew had it, who I've been close to my whole life, or everybody knows someone. And um, especially on the West Coast, it's one of the last things people think to test for. So already people have gone and seen my doctors out in L.A. They've gotten tested. Some have gotten positive diagnosis, which is a great thing in the sense that they can find out what's going on and at least get treated and, and hopefully catch it early enough. Because for me, it went on, I don't know, seven, eight, nine months before I even knew what it was. Has it blown you away to see the, the public support? You've been on talk shows. You've had probably thousands to millions of people reaching out and, and really curious about what you've had to go through. Has it surprised you to see this public support that you received? Yes, it's really amazing. And, and um, you know, I don't want people, like, worried for me, you know, and that's why I, I didn't come out and talk about it when I was really in the thick of the most challenging moments because I didn't want to be like, oh, I'm not able to lift my head off the pillow with people going, oh, my God, are you okay? Um, so I wanted to kind of quietly heal and figure out, find my way with everything. Um, and then when I was, I, I felt myself turning a corner and on the upswing. And because I came out with it at that time, people kind of continued to lift me up. And um, it's been cathartic, like just doing concerts and getting energy from people. And it's been amazing. One of the incredible things, interviewing the various board members, the president, everybody has been so ecstatic about having a public figure like you come out and, and really represent this cause. Did you feel like that was part of your purpose once you once this happened that you could really make a difference i i do i mean not that anybody is like likely or unlikely but i've always you know as i said on the stage it's very humbling when your physical strength is challenged and your cognitive thinking is challenged and when when you're somebody who's prided yourself on you know memorizing scripts and doing eight shows a week and suddenly these things are way more challenging than they ever were and it's like oh wow this can happen to anybody and um, I do feel I've always been a people person and so I do feel like I'm an accessible if, if someone was gonna have to deal with this you're like I'm the person me. no I mean because I am reachable and accessible we put a, a, an email address at the end of my blog and I've been fielding hundreds of emails one at a time Incredible. and uh, it's taking a while to go through them but you know there have been so many people that just need a voice saying keep going keep going keep going they're they're at a moment where they're losing strength or they're losing heart or they're losing faith and it's like i'm here to tell you i had those moments i didn't know how i was going to get through but i knew i was going to get through and if i could be that little push in the right direction for somebody that's 
That's unbelievable. When you have a night like tonight where you're up on stage raising, and I don't know what the number is, but I'll say hundreds of thousands of dollars, mm -hmm. what does that mean to you to be able to give back towards this? Well, again, because it took me so long to get diagnosed and because I didn't have a lot of information, I think just the idea of awareness is so, so, so important. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it all happened so quick because I came out with my blog, Jody got on the phone, we got on a plane, it's like, oh, wow, this is formally now a part of my public life. Um, and I've never shared something so personal with the public, but... Again, if it's for the greater good, then that's amazing. And, you know, I, I spoke to Access Hollywood tonight, and we were bombarded with um, calls about who was going to be the first to do an exclusive interview. And one thing that I put out there was, whoever does the interview, I do not want them to use the words battling, fighting, struggling, war, because I feel like that doesn't promote healing. Um, I think it's about being in harmony and flow, letting whatever this disease is flow on through and not, not deeming it a worthy opponent for a fight. And so I do feel like there's a higher purpose and anybody dealing with anything can learn from that. And I applaud Access Hollywood. I mean, I just think it's amazing that they came to the table and said, we'll do it within your parameters. We, we, we get what you're trying to do and we support it, which was amazing. So maybe there's gonna be a shift and it'll help people heal. What's next for you in the fight against Lyme disease? Um, what's next for me? Um, Gosh, you know, I, I'm taking it as it comes. Like, this came up, and to me, if an organization is doing worthwhile work and I can be their support, I'm game to do that. Um, yeah, I mean, I probably, to answer that question in a nutshell, I'm going to keep living my life as an example of thriving despite whatever diagnosis has been given or whatever doctors say oh, it's going to be another year before this, or you have to take these 8,000 medications. Some of that's true. Some of that might be true for one person, not for another. I believe healing can happen in an instant at any time. Um, so I think the best thing I could do is continue to thrive and have people maybe gain some strength from that. You're awesome. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. There you go. Uh, Katina, what would you think of that? Fabulous, right? Absolutely spot on. She really, really, I love that language, which she said, let it flow right. on through. This is not right. a battle. This is about healing. That is beautiful. Debbie Gibson, hats off to you. She's got the higher purpose going and the understanding of, of how we have to work in harmony at many levels with this. Well, I think that's really kind of, you know, the conversation uh, about it. Uh, you know, we're going to hear, we're going to end the show with a clip from Kevin Bacon coming out of the show uh, to just to just to see where we've come in a relatively short period of time uh you know one of the things i wanted to speak with you about was we interviewed a lot of people we heard a lot of things w what are the few things that come to mind for you uh if there was a theme across the board from the night of the gala a theme yep. i feel the the energy i felt the theme i felt was that of inspiration and hope that we're on the cusp right now. I feel like I sense from the different voices we heard, whether it was Susan Green, an attorney that's, that's been doing work with Lyme disease, whether it was a survivor like Angeli Van Leyland, the Olympic skier, whether it was one of the board members, uh, Stacey Grodin, I just feel like we're on the cusp, like the pieces are just about to come together in the jigsaw puzzle, 
and we could make the breakthrough with this illness in the next few years ahead? Well, I think part of this, for those of you out there, I want to make sure that you guys have information. Now, for me, I think you're going to be able to find a lot of information if you go to the Tick-Borne Disease Alliance. That's tbdalliance.org, tbdalliance.org. Uh, we talked about this in the show that Chris and I did the other day from the office, from the studios at WBLQ. You know, we talked about what does it mean to get informed, and there's lots of information. We're coming into that season for a lot of folks that are listening to this. Um, go ahead and take a look at the educational information on here, how to get protected. There is a guide right on the website that you can get. You can download it. Um, lots of information. And, by the way, you can also get involved. You know, one of the other things we saw the folks do, um, and I think David Roth talked about this, but so did John Donnelly, you know, they formed a different type of board. We should talk about that for a little bit. Um, what they did by adding, you know, uh, members to the board, especially John Don- Donnelly being one of them, you know, really being as part of a board to be a decision maker. What, maker, what do you think of that, that junior committee? Yeah, that was a really uh, smart move there. I like that. John Donnelly, for people that aren't aware of him, he is a Colgate graduate, uh, a lacrosse player that had battled Lyme disease since, like, I think he was 9 or 10 years old. And then um, when he got his strength back, he took upon the quest of riding across America on a bicycle over 3,000 miles. We tracked him this past yeah. autumn on Limelight Radio, and he is really a, an example of what a fighting force to overcome an illness and bring the youth of America that have been stricken with Lyme. There are so many young children and teens that have been infected by ticks, and they don't always know it. They've run the soccer field. They're playing, you know, in the backyard, and they come down with a little bit of, you know, an achy knee or headaches, or they're just not, like, performing as well in school, and they're getting misdiagnosed. And sometimes it's years that these kids are struggling so, yeah, this junior committee with TBDA is great. We need that focal point that John and the other younger folks are bringing. Wow. I mean, this is really, really incredible when we take a look at how quickly things are moving, you know, how uh, we all really are reflecting upon what this journey has been like. And, you know, there are many, many ways now people can find out. I think you and I both interviewed uh, Dr. Christine Gedrick and, you know, from New Jersey who uh, – really came on the map from uh, one of the papers she presented at the uh, ILADS conference. But, you know, this is now having somebody, you know, that's uh, in the state of New Jersey, a doctor come out and say, look, this is what's going on here. This is what's happening. Um, What can we say to really have people get educated about how to deal with their doctors around this? What are the questions they could ask, Katina? Yeah, you know, that's really a wise uh, question there, Dr. Pat. And it's true, state by state, we're seeing more and more figureheads and people coming to the forefront. Like we mentioned, Susan Green in Maryland and in Virginia working legally. In New York State's working really hard. Dr. Horowitz and, you know, all the folks up in New York State are working really hard to get public awareness and recognition. What you need to do is go to that website, ILADS, I-L-A-D-S, Dot org and go on to that website and to the doctor training page, 
print out the information of how your doctor can get trained by ILADS, bring it into your doctor's office, and say, I want you to please go and get this doctor training. They can get educated on Lyme disease beyond the 15 minutes that they learned in medical school and beyond the brief little information that's on the Infectious Disease Society website. They can get trained by ILADS and be Lyme proficient so they know what to look for with this illness. The other question to ask your doctor is that you don't want just the local lab in their, your area to run a test, but you want Igenex, I-G-E-N-E-X, out of Palo Alto, California, or you want Clongen, C-L-O-N-G-E-N, in Maryland. You want your blood test run by these labs right now until we get that better one, that Jan Daly, the nano, uh, nano trap one. But we need yeah. though, you need that kind of blood work, not your local lab. The local lab is inaccurate. It's like buckshot versus laser. Yeah, and that's what we've learned along the way. You know, for everybody out there, you know, don't be afraid to ask the questions. As we said earlier, when we began this, you know, this is called the great imposter for a reason. You know, there are reasons that they call it that, and you're going to find that out if you get informed. Uh, go to tbdalliance.org, and they, they explain this. You know, it's called the great imposter for a number of reasons. It's often mistaken, like Katina, for symptoms that mirror other medical problems, such as multiple, you know, MS, arthritis, chronic fatigue syndrome, lupus, even Alzheimer's disease. And, you know, this is something that you can do by stopping getting educated and ask questions. Because it is like Debbie Gibson said, you know, this is a time for harmony and integration and not, you know, division of the sides. 100%. I agree. You've often heard me wow. say this, Dr. Pat. You've heard me yep. say this expression. This is the infectious illness of our era that asks us to yep. unite the two hands of healthcare: the diagnostics and the pharmaceutical weaponry of traditional allopathic medicine with the restorative therapeutics of natural medicine, because two hands working together are better than one. And this illness... Absolutely. This illness asks for harmony, and it asks for integration, and it asks the human spirit and our medical community to all work together. We, you know, it can't be disbanded anymore, and um, it's exploding. Tick population is migrating into habitats it's never been in before. They're wintering over in colder climates. There's parts of the country that have 90% of their ticks infected. Your dogs and cats bring them in your house. You sleep in the bed and snuggle with the pet. You don't even sometimes see the little tiny deer nymph tick get on your body. It's smaller than a pinhead. So Everyone is vulnerable. The young ones are youngsters, children, adults, grandparents, everybody. We all have to learn. Just the way I remember as a child, we all had the tuberculosis um, screening test yeah. annually. I yeah. look forward to the day where we have the annual Lyme screening test. What a great way to end this show. But you know what? Katina Macris, everybody, we're going to end this show with a special message from Kevin Bacon. I want to thank you all. For tuning us in, turning us on. Katina, thank you for a fabulous show. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you, Dr. Pat. All right, Kevin, take it away. Did you know that Lyme disease is one of the fastest growing infectious diseases in America? In 2013, the CDC raised its estimates to nearly 300,000 new Lyme disease cases annually, a nearly tenfold increase. Lyme disease is a truly national epidemic and a real health crisis. Tick-Borne Disease Alliance, the TBDA, is leading the fight against Lyme disease. They are funding the research for improved diagnostics and better treatments. They are making great strides on behalf of the Lyme community. 
but they need your help to expand their research and advocacy efforts. Please support TBDA in its fight against Lyme disease. Millions of Lyme sufferers are counting on it. Are physical pain and illness controlling your life? Are you ready to release what no longer serves you but just cannot get there on your own? Consider an intuitive healing session with Christy Borst. Christy's love-based healing energy has had amazing, even miraculous effects on her in-person and long-distance clients. Visit HealingResonance.us. That's HealingResonance.us to book your private intuitive healing session with Christy. Listen to the Yo! Andrew News Talk Show every Tuesday night at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. More info where to listen? www.yoandrewnts.com slash listen. Don't get your message lost in the mail. Email us with this address, yoandrew at yoandrewnts.com. How about tweet Yo! Andrew at andrewtweetgeo. Taking a picture is easy. Instagram us today at yoandrewnts. Tune in to Angels and Answers with Artie Hoffman, the hottest psychic with the warmest heart, every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio. With passion and a sense of humor, he delivers spiritual and motivational messages for both individuals and groups of people and is internationally known for his amazing psychic abilities. Don't forget to call in at 800-930-2819 for live on-air readings and visit Artie at ArtieHoffman.com. Artie Hoffman is the hottest psychic with the warmest heart and the host of the hit show Angels and Answers. A renowned psychic, medium, spiritual life coach, and an entertaining motivational speaker, Artie has helped over 15,000 people with his amazing intuitive gifts, his passion, and his humor. Call 877-ANGEL-02 to schedule a personal reading or to have your own psychic Artie party. That's 877-ANGEL-02. And visit ArtieHoffman.com and Angels and Answers on Facebook. Are you ready to give your home a fresh look but don't want to do the work? Help is a phone call away. Kathy's Handy is a full-service general contracting company specializing in home improvement, remodeling, and repairs. Kathy's Handy are specialists in kitchens, baths, fireplace makeovers, and finished carpentry, and they partner with other amazing specialty subcontractors needed to complete any job. Friendly, energetic, and dependable with an impeccable reputation to get the job done while keeping you as comfortable as possible during the transformation of your home is the hallmark of Kathy's Handy. Call Kathy now for a free estimate. 206-715-8126. That's 206-715-8126. And visit kathyshandy.com for a complete view of possibilities for your home. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Feel happiness is just beyond your grasp? Want to move past old hurts or traumas? Not feeling comfortable in your body? 
Consider an intuitive healing session with Christy Borst. Christy has a divine healing gift, and her process will help you experience a perspective reboot. Release that which no longer serves you. For more information and to contact Christy Borst, visit HealingResonance.us. That's HealingResonance.us. Cancer is complex. Chemotherapy is no longer just enough. You need doctors with an integrative, holistic approach supporting you. Your immune system, emotions, and healthy cells need all the help they can get through nutrition, immunotherapy, IV vitamin C, and more. At Holistique Medical Center, you find it all. Dr. Darvish, the medical director, is the only doctor in Washington formally trained in integrative cancer therapies. Visit Dr. Darvish at drdarvish.com. That's drdarvish.com. 